Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. I could listen to this music all day long. <laughs> this is 720 WGN. I'm Lisa Den. John Cavalos joins us. John is a part of a big fundraiser on Monday night at the Harris Theater for the National Hellenic Museum here in Chicago. It is the trial of Socrates and John. Uh, you know, when when your name popped up today among all the producers in their late early 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 thirties, late twenties, what do you think they're all talking about? Oh, I'm sure they're talking about Carl and the Breakfast Club, and uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. not playing Greek music, I would assume. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, is that a double edged sword to take on a a role like that and become an iconic? Uh, actor, a role that, you know, stays with people for the rest of their lives. It's obviously not, it stayed with you. Well, I always thought that Carl had sort of a philosopher's bent on life. So I think that Socrates is within his wheelhouse, you understand? Fantastic. And uh, that's my connection. I mean, you know, uh, he was uh, well-respected in a way, Carl, and I think he sort of lives on in that respect. You also... uh, You'll take, take it, it, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, John, from uh, the Umbrella Academy, for me, it's all about the shape of water, which I made the, the biggest mistake in my life. I, I took uh, my my son, who was a young teen at the time. I had not researched the movie, the first. He's like, what are you doing to me in the first scene? I'm like, I, I don't know. I don't know. I didn't know it was about this. <laughs> so you traumatized your child over yeah. the film. It's well, good to hear. Yeah. Um, it was it was fun to do. I mean, Guillermo is amazing. I mean, I've had a varied and, and checkered career, so I'm I'm happy to take on whatever whatever they throw at me at this moment in time. And how did they talk you into taking this role on on Monday night at the Harris Theater? Well, you know, it is a debt to my sort of ethnic heritage. I was asked to play Socrates, and you know, having an ego the size of Brazil, I said, "Okay, I'll try it." <laughs> and and the fact of the matter is, is that it's 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 a little daunting and. You know, I don't know whether I'm going to be able to pull it off because apparently it's one of the greatest trials of all time. And um, Socrates really didn't want to mount much of a defense. So he's kind of a passive dude in a way. But he's also um, Socrates, you know. So uh, he's on trial for impugning the the gods and corrupting the youth of Athens. (laughs) And what's great about this, there's so many local... You know, amazing people, people in the radio industry, the TV industry. It's hosted by Andrea Darlis, which everybody who listens to WGN knows Andrea. And then you have you have local you have local like lawyers and and business King and Dan Webb and and, and really auspicious attorneys who are going to um, really come after me. And and, uh, it's 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 a real deal. And it's it's a real sort of legal affair. I mean, it's less theatrical for me. I mean, I'm in a different court, literally and physically here, so <laughs> I'm a little scared. But, it's a, but I think we're going to be taping it for uh, WTTW, which will air sometime in the future. So uh, um, if you can't see it live, although we encourage everybody to come down to the Harris Auditorium on Monday night, um, then it may be airing sometime in the future. But it's uh, better to see it when it's fresh off the uh, you know the assembly line. <laughs> 
Well, it's it's wonderful to be there for an event like that and then go back and share with friends and family, like, watch this. This is what I witnessed. Yeah. And, and you know, the more I know about it, I mean, the sort of the whole Socratic debate about uh, are you corrupting the youth? Or do people have too much information? It's also relevant today to what's going on politically, socially, and all sorts of sort of dimensions. Um, and, it, it, you know, what's old is new and <laughs> very, very new. And shockingly new, I think, in some ways. So and, that's kind uh, of what, what's cool about it. it. It it really does. It does relate to what we're going through today. So what do you think? Was he corrupting youth or was he encouraging them to think? You know, it's really difficult because the thing about Socrates, um, I, I can't really come down on it one way or the other because I think that he was, in a lot of ways, anti-democratic. I mean, he didn't really believe in democracy. He was sort of a um more of a he had sort of a totalitarian bent but on the other hand he said he can't be responsible for you know what people think i can only provoke them to think but i can't tell them what to think and i think in this world nowadays i mean with all the information we have and misinformation I, i think that we can look at the same sort of panoply of stuff that's going on and saying yeah i mean we can't be responsible for how people take information we can only give information so, I mean, when I worked at Second City, Bernie Solins, the producers, always told us that we have to be responsible and upright as to what we say. And I still believe that. So as a performer, I think that there's got to be some sort of element of truth to what you, what you say in honesty. So the that's just that, my philosophy. I like it. And the words that you just shared from Socrates could have come out of the mouth of any one individual who has a big social media conglomerate because they would say the same thing today. Exactly. I mean, you just you can't just you can't uh, spew lies or you can't say untruths or you can't say things that are, you know, false. And I mean, I believe that, but it's it's a tough one to sell in 2023, apparently. Actor John Kapalos is with us. You know him from a, a big history of film. And Monday night at the Harris Theater, he will be performing. A, it's a fundraiser, right, for the National Hellenic Museum. And mm-hmm. uh, lots of local folks in it. And it, we now know that it's being taped for TTW. And it's 100 bucks a ticket, $50 for students. There's a few left. We suggest that you grab some. Uh, what was the most challenging part of this? And have you been in rehearsal with all these people, or will there be a live aspect to it where some of them maybe might have one or two rehearsals under their belt and that's it? Um, well, frankly, there's not really a, much of a rehearsal situation, and, and I'm sort of grinding and looking at what I'm going to say and think. And But no, I mean, it's a, there, there's going to be a lot of spontaneous activity, and I'll get to meet with my attorney once and go over it. And uh, it's almost realistic in so far as, you know, what, what to, what's going to happen in the courtroom. And I've already been deemed, after one little meeting of being a little bit of an impetuous client. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know whether that's just John or Socrates or a combination of the two. But the, the, more I, the more I know about Socrates, the more I, I, I tend to like him. So. And we happen to be the identical age, you know, when he was... You don't ask, don't tell. But, I mean, when he was asked to, uh, you know, appear in front of the, the court. So I relate to him in certain ways. Oh, that's uh, although I think I, ba- I bathed more than he did, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Probably so. That's awesome. Thank you so much for taking a few minutes to call in. I encourage everybody to grab a ticket Monday night 
John, we appreciate your work, and I think this Thank is going to be so, so much. such a such a wonderful thing for Chicago.